Tarleton. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? Hello and welcome to part one of our man-sized episodes of Pass It On. Um, Steve, I think you should start straight away on your manliness. I will. We're going to do a, a, an episode all about manly things, which I will be particularly good at telling you about because I am a, so a manly chap. I am. It's like Sanita's in the room. I'm squaring my so- <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> I'm squaring my shoulders as you speak. And my, my voice might be deeper in this episode. More commanding. Indeed. <laughs> so we're going to talk about manly tips that were in the Sunday Post Pass It On column. However, puncturing slightly my uh, my manly manliness, an awful lot of these tips were sent in by women. But I think that's because the men didn't want to lower themselves or they thought it was a woman's place to, to go writing into the Sunday Post. So there's uh, these are manly things and they are, I promise you, all useful. You can shoot me down. If you can. So shall we challenge him, Connie? Yeah, probably. Well, well, only, maybe good challenges then, because I'm, I'm on, I feel I'm on steady ground here. Mm. Right. Ask hubby. Here's a way many husbands can help their wives. If there's a back door to your house, get them to build a waist-high shelf next to it. Then, when you come home with your arms loaded with groceries, mm-hmm. you put the bundles on the shelf and have your hands free to open the door. Mrs. Mitchell, Partick, Glasgow. Sensible Mrs. Mitchell. You see, it's very sweet, isn't it? Because we think, or at least I think, about these, about gender roles in particular, about women being put in their place and you know they have to run the household and do the shopping and do the cooking. But of course, included in that is the fact that she's perfectly happy with that. You she know, she, she's proud of that. Clearly, she's comfortable in that role, or at least she, she at least publicly is comfortable mm-hmm. in that role, and she's taking pride in it, mm-hmm. as you say. Um, but she's going to get the man to put a shelf up so that it makes uh, it easier for her to do the shopping. Do it. Yep. Yeah, I always just forget that you would have had to have carried your shopping. Yeah, probably. And you've been at the shops every day. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And whereas I just do like a weekly or sort of semi-weekly shop, leave it in the car, open the door, take it out of the car, put it in done Mm -hmm. you know i don't have to think about carrying it and opening doors and lugging it about from a to b yeah Yeah. i always associate women of this era as well with those really especially in scotland don't you see them in england with the really uh granny bags bags. bags. yeah Uh, well i I think that uh, was mainly steve's era you mean like not yeah yeah my era Fair enough. We're talking mm-hmm. bags that are about the size of a large waste paper bin. They've got mm-hmm. wheels on them. They're mm-hmm. usually at least and a, Scotland, and a handle tartan, and they've got a wee handle mm-hmm. on them. And a I Velcro think that was flap. quite an old woman's thing. Yeah, younger I think women so. would just carry their shopping bag. The thing about this, and I, I thought you would challenge, is that she does the shopping, and there is no question about that. There is no alternative to that. If that I send Kerr to the, the shops, he comes back with the most random assortment of. Nonsense, <laughs> like non, like doesn't he's done? He spent a hundred quid in Tesco's, and we still have nothing to eat, <laughs> or nothing at least that goes together. To I'm eat. guilty of that sometimes. Yeah. No, I'm guilty of the other way. I get sent to the shop for four items, come back with two, and just blithely admit I forgot what I was sent for. I'm not surprised. <gasps> but I rarely buy anything that I've not been sent to buy, unless it's something for me. But it annoys my wife and family that. Uh, I will go out to the shops and 
just get a modicum of things and didn't you think we would need rice krispies or <laughs> or sugar or milk or milk or anything and uh, nope i was sent for a tin of custard and i came back with a tin <laughs> of custard and i That's saw nothing boring. wrong in that <laughs> or efficient you could put it either way or tight yeah yeah you could put that as way careful frugal. another way to put that frugal, frugal's a better word next this is to be admired you know I'm an admirable man. <laughs> right. Why you should never paint a ladder. Paint hides weak split wood and makes rungs slippery. Preserve with linseed oil instead. Again, it's from a woman. Mrs. A. Baird, St. Anne's, 101 Westcliff Park, Westcliff on Sea. And she won a pair of towels for that. Again, that is partly because... It was males making the choice on who had the winning tip every week. And a man yeah. sees that tip. Oh, yeah, see what you mean there. Would painting a ladder not make it kind of stick together quite a bit as well? You know, like if you, if it was folded up and it could be a bit sticky. Not in the hands of a skilled painter who would uh, put on a... a Undercoat and undercoat, top coat. Top coat Primer. Have them, uh, have them done at reasonable intervals and aired and dried. Mm. Yeah, a good workman still. wouldn't let that happen. I have, that actually is a good tip because it's, it's a fair tip. The only thing I would say in, in no, the argument too ladder. is you'd have a metal ladder these days. Yeah, true. But um, you've got a metal ladder, Steve. I oh, do. Several. Yeah, I that's do. just to get to his desk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm not that short. Jeez, I'm six foot two. I'll be. I'm five foot six ish. Okay, admit that. Right. Another useful one. Tap washers. Use only moderate pressure when turning off water taps. Loose pressure allows water to drip and loosens the washer. And if you screw too hard, it wears the washer. Mrs H. Blundell, 142 Dean Swift Road, Ballymun, Dublin. Now that's a good tip. Is it though? Yeah. Is it, is it really? Because I just think you just turn it off and but I you, don't tend to like crank it off you know and like so you can't undo so, it again uh, yeah yeah like yeah, you just does. turn it off so that it stops dripping and that's the end of it not thinking about what's underneath well you should be that's Why? what this I've never had to replace a tap washer in my life also, well, it will happen one day also the challenge could you know, be here <laughs> well, exactly. if you have your taps for 40 years <laughs> but I guess the, ch- the the point would be what's worse 20 years of dripping taps mm-hmm. or changing a, wolf, a washer every 10 years. I'd rather change the wa- so washer I. than have but, a dripping tap. But you could avoid that. Anyway, it's a good, careful thing to do. You don't screw it too hard. Yeah, off. don't screw it too no, hard. Does that not, anyway. You don't let it drip but, but, either. But she, oh, not let it drip. You don't You do not do it loose so that it will allow water oh, to drip. Oh, I just see, sorry. In the middly bit. Yes. There's so, a so, gold deal. So, so, so what we're saying here is use taps correctly. Yes. As everybody already does. As everybody already does. Yeah, no, That's you're not having that one, Steve. Next trap. Oh, yes. come. No, I bet you there, there are two listeners out there who are thinking, you know what, no. from now on, I'm not going to screw my 
top, too hard. I'm not going to let I'm it pour out soft. when I'm not even using well, it. Well, if, if this yeah. news comes as revelation to you, listener, please do tweet us at the Pass It On Pod because, uh, and we'll, we will know, by the way, if it's a sock puppet for Steve, we'll know if Steve <laughs> just started a new Twitter account. Just sort of go, oh, what a great tip. <laughs> It is a good tip. Steve it wouldn't is. know how to create a new Twitter. Steve's no. got, I was going to say Steve has got a Twitter account, but you're right. You might yeah, not be doesn't able to use to it. Create a new Twitter account. I've got a Twitter account. Somebody made it for me. Exactly. Right. A young person. A whippersnapper. One of these people who are paid to do things with buttons that don't really work. Talking of buttons? IT they're called, I think. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, steps. Actually, this is brilliant as well. This is a brilliant episode. Listen to Talking this. of buttons. There you go. <laughs> they moan at me. And they hit me with things when I forget. Steps. <laughs> if you're painting steps, do every other one and you can still use the remainder. When dry, paint the rest. The dry steps may then be walked upon. But this what is M. Watt, 178 Bank Street, Coat Bridge. Why are you painting an uh, innocuous mid-90s pop band in the first place? <laughs> uh, Dear. That was shit. <laughs> that was <laughs> Chris, get your coat. Off, uh, off, I'm done. Off I'm done. Steps. <laughs> <laughs> However, that's a good tip. When you were reaching the steps, to the stars with that. I job. was. I was. Oh. I dare say that's funny. I have no idea why. <laughs> Keep on moving, Steve. But that was. Well, a good that was tip. No, we're not leaving that until you acknowledge that's a good. Yeah, tip. I think it's a good tip a because. You're standing on one, painting the one above, and then you can go down the way if you know what I mean. One there, the other way down. Yeah, okay. It's a good tip. Handy spirit level. A handy substitute for a spirit level is a flat bottle, such as a medicine bottle. Fill it with water and cork tightly, but leave enough air inside to form a bubble. Andrew C. Lode, William Street, Tayport. Now, if you didn't have a spirit level... You do now. You do now. What's a flat medicine bottle? Any old one, or like a flat... Bottle, it kind of square goes. shape. Yeah, mm. actually, I don't think you get those anymore. The no, brown medicine bottles used to get, do you? Yeah. No, probably not. I didn't notice their demise, but they've gone. Even, <gasps> yeah. Oh well, tempest fidget. I know. Life well, just got a little more, bit more mundane. Why don't you just go and buy a spinel? Because you're doing things for yourself and However, on the hoof and I would solving suggest- problems. <laughs> I would suggest. That it's a problem because it's not the fact that the bottle is square that's going to solve the spirit level mm-hmm. problem. It's you need a calibration point. You need to know where the middle of the, the, the bottle is. You'd have to mark that somehow. Yeah. Are you going to be yeah. accurate without that? Yeah. Well, he doesn't well, mention that good, in his tip. Well, he didn't have to because a good working man will know that from a distance he'll lay the bottle on its side and he'll say, that's right in the middle of that that thing there because he is right. a good engineering type eye who will know that this is correct no guys that's a good tip well that's speaking not... of the middle steve we're just going to take a little break hmm. remember you can get 20 percent off both pass it on books if you use the discount code vinegar at checkout at dcthompsonshop.co.uk check the episode notes for details and terms and here's your bonus ad break tip When you take off gloves, fold one into the hand space of the other. That way, they won't ever become separated. Right, Steve, you're not doing terribly well. Let's see what you've got on your sleeves next. I think we should have manly sleeves. (laughs) 
Right, okay, I'm going to give you two tips in a row about hammering things into walls. Okay. No need to have sugary pictures on the wall. <laughs> if a screw has worn a hole too big to hold it, fill the hole with steel wool as much as you can pack in. Put the screw back in and it will hold indefinitely. Mrs E.F. Elworthy, 6 Elm Road, Rutherglen, Glasgow, wins a pair of towels. Just a roll plug, isn't it? Yeah, but they didn't have roll plugs. No, but that's quite clever because she's basically invented, she's a invented a substitute wall of plug roll. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. Was it her that did that on her husband, do you think? I again think... No, I think it was her. No, no, it wasn't. It was her husband. She didn't screw things into walls. Her name's Elworthy. Very posh. She would have had her husband to do it. But it makes yeah. sense because, of course, if you put the pack the steel wool in and then put a screw into it, this, <laughs> it will expand out like yeah. a roll plug does yeah. to fill that space. Fair play. It's yeah. very that good. One's, that one's now in my arsenal. Well, I'll tell, you, so. I'll tell you another one. When you one don't have from my own a roll plug, but you do have copious amounts of steel wool. You might do. Well, I'd have. there's always like Brillo pads under the under the sink. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. 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 But that's what she used. That. Are yep. Brillo pads invented? No, probably not. Yeah. 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 Brillo pads are quite old. Yeah, yeah they are. They're yeah. sort of 20s, 30s. Yeah. Okay, what was your other one about? No, wait a minute, before we leave oh, that, right, have sorry. you ever taken a door off its hinges and when you go to screw it back oh, in again? All the time. <laughs> when That's you go to put Friday it back night. in again, it the screw never goes quite as tight. But if you take the striking head off of a match and put the match into the hole, then screw in the screw, mm-hmm. it goes as tight as you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Why? But just all that, that little bit of it's extra... Just extra fills up the hole a yeah. bit, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't like the grudging well, yeah. Well, it makes <laughs> sense. I wouldn't do it, necessarily, but I can understand it. <sighs> Youth is wasted on the young. Nails. When driving a nail into a plaster wall, put a piece of cellulose tape across the spot in crossways fashion to be nailed. Then, no loose bits of plaster fall out of the wall. Mrs F. Orchard, 97 The Crescent, Walsall. So is that sellotape? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good Good shout. Good shout. We're giving it a... F- Wouldn't do it, but good shout. Why would you not do it? You just hoover it up. Also... Yeah, but you've made a big hole in the wall. One would hope that one's plaster wouldn't crumble off the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Better. we just put some mirrors and stuff up and it didn't cause the whole plasterboard to That's crumble. because you have plasterboard. Oh, what did they have? They had lath and plaster. It was totally oh, right, different. Okay. Do you remember Latin plaster? No. Do you know what that is? No. No. Chris? Yes. Chris does. Mm-hmm. So you'd have a lattice of wood. There was a lattice things. of wood, yep. And then they mixed the plaster with horsehair to make it bind together. And they put it on the wall. What? Actual horsehair. Actual Where horsehair. did they get it from? Horses. <laughs> yeah, but from their tails or their manes <laughs> or their carcasses. No, you know when you give a horse a haircut? So their manes then and their no, tails? No, their flanks, their sides, their bodies. With short hairs. Okay. Not overly long Not tail like ones. Tail ones chopped no. up, put in the grater. There was lots of horses and if you uh, if you burn an old piece of Latin plaster wall you can smell the horse hair, isn't it? Mm-hmm. My I had to do this in several rooms when refurbishing my house some years ago. We took off the Latin plaster because it had got a bit spongy. We put up modern gypsum plaster board and I had to get rid of the plaster and attempted to burn some of it. And it smelt uh, God awful. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely terrible. Flume of smoke from Carnisty. Yeah. See, I remembered. Clears frost. 
If you have to leave your car outside overnight and find the windows frosted in the morning, sprinkle a dry duster with table salt and rub the windows. They clear in a moment. Mrs W Anderson, 16 Harvey Street, Carlisle. Yep, good I one. Like that. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I mean, that. it makes sense. Like, you put salt on like the pavements or the gra- or the road or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, salt lowers the freezing point of water. That is actually quite clever. My challenge would be how do you get the salt to stick on? So I guess you damp the cloth. Doesn't say, but yes, yeah, that's, that's a good. If you were putting a, it on top of frost, the, that would make it damp, kind of anyway, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Like you know. But yeah, but if you're not like shaking some salt onto onto a cloth and then trying to <laughs> get that onto Stick a it. vertical oh, window, yeah, yeah, you just yeah. fall off. But if you damp the cloth so it stuck to it a wee bit, then yeah, and then it was start to melt. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's cool. Right. Okay. Sorry, I've been reading forward in advance, and <laughs> I wonder what you're going to make of this. Oh God. Frosting. When my bathroom windows needed refrosting, I paint on a mixture of Epsom salts dissolved in warm beer. The beer evaporates as it drives <laughs> and leaves a frosted effect on the window pane. Oh, that's actually quite sweet. This <laughs> is Ed McDonald, Dundee. So I guess what you're doing there is you because the, the the salts will recrystallize. Yeah. As, as they dry. As they dry. So well, yeah, but then But then as they get damp or you know that's true. well they just <laughs> Slump off. off again. <laughs> just mid shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, here I am. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, how would you clean it though afterwards? You wouldn't. You wouldn't, no. Because you wouldn't possibly wouldn't have to clean a frosted window. You Although you mean the from? households of the 1950s, the housewomen didn't clean a window? A lot of people um, know that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did. A lot that, of people like, obviously, this is when they started bringing bathrooms in the houses, in people's individual houses, because people had a cludgy down the bottom of the garden uh, and they did not have a room in the house where you had a bath. Yeah. They, If you wanted a bath, you had to go to uh, the public baths, had actual baths in them. Mm, that kind of worries me. And you went in a little cubicle with a bath and you got a certain amount of hot water, you had your bath once a week and you came out and that was you. So I've genuinely never heard of that. You not? No. So I, I would have, before we had bathrooms in our houses, before we had toilets in our houses, mm. I would associate that with you know a tin bath in front of the fire. Right. But they and did that. They did do that. Too. And the dad would have his bath first, yeah. then the mum, then the eldest, youngest. You know. Yeah. You, I know that is gross. It's isn't it? fairly manky, isn't it? Um, but I've never heard of people going to public bathhouses, and I've no, no idea why I didn't make the association before. But I never thought of bathhouses as having baths no, in them. Did, did you ever do that, Steve? I did not. That's slightly before my time. You're the um, youngest, are you not? No, I'm the middle child oh, in my okay. family. So you were but, only um, Have you ever seen um, Quadrophenia, the, mm-hmm. the movie? At the well, start as of in that. the Who album? Yeah, the, the film. Okay. Of, sort of, I haven't seen the film. Right, okay. It's a very good film. Um, at the start of that, the, the two, the mod and the rocker, talk to each other over the top of a bathhouse. They're in cubicles, each having a bath. And who are they? <laughs> That's a good song, Who reference. <laughs> If you say so, Connie, it is. I'm figuratively giving you a pat. Good girl. Well Better done. not give you any more, Steve. You'll shrink more. Right, one more before we go, okay? Mm-hmm. Again, a useful one, and I defy you to say otherwise. Drawing pins. A large cork kept in the toolbox is useful for keeping odd drawing pins. Mrs M Castle, 96 New City Road, Glasgow. And then you stick the drawing pins in the cork and just that. Yeah. becomes like your sort of, well, it's like a, um, what do pin they call cushion. it? A pin cushion. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. But a manly version of. Indeed. 
So yeah. we, we're happy with that. I'm really, we, I'm genuinely really jealous of these people. Yeah. In this, <laughs> but it's there is a care and a um, a thriftiness that is anathema to to, to me yeah. today. I, I I do absolutely. I've got. I constantly buy uh, picture hanging hooks, mm-hmm. and then I put the rest. Mm-hmm. I take one out to hang the picture, mm-hmm. and yeah. the bag goes somewhere. Into the thingy drawer. Into the into the black hole. Yeah. And then when you come to hang another picture, you I just go and buy. I have to go and buy. Can I ask? Yeah. Do you own a toolbox, Chris? No, I don't. Does well, you? Have, I have a toolbox. You've got a toolbox. Yeah. Well. Yep. I don't. I have. I have many tools, but I don't have a box to keep them in. Right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I have a toolbox with bizarre things kicking about in the bottom of it that have been there literally for forty years. I have no idea That's what they are cool. You should go through them. But I really like that this lady was so careful with all the stuff she had that mm-hmm. she carefully stored these seven or eight drawing pins. In a cork. In on a, a cork. cork. Yeah. It just blows my mind that people have the capacity to think like that because I don't. I would never, ever, ever, ever think about doing something no, as grew up in a basically culture. genius as that, basically. Mm. You know, like, got a few drawing pins. I might stick them in a wee pot or a wee cupboard somewhere, like, but no, nothing compared to that. And do you reckon that, that she was unusual in making those kind of thoughts? Or do you think oh, a lot of no, people... No, no, absolutely not. People would have kept their old drawing pin, definitely, but um, yeah. she's just suggesting a different way for people to do this. Uh, but everybody kept their drawing pin. You didn't throw them out. You might put them in the, in the thingy drawer. As, as We've the all got thingy drawer, drawer, haven't we? We do, we do. Yeah. I think we will stop there for part one of our man-sized episode. Please join us again um, for the next episode of manliness and more manliness of macho-ness from Steve. None from me. No, none from me either. See you then. If you know anyone who enjoy this podcast as much as you do, we'd love it if you'd pass it on. Let them know they can subscribe for free in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever they get their podcasts, or you could leave us a wee review or rating on iTunes to help people discover Pass It On for themselves. And don't forget, as Steve said, as a listener to this podcast, you can get an exclusive 20% off the Pass It On books at dcthompsonshop.co.uk by using the discount code VINEGAR at checkout until 20th November 2019. Check the episode notes for details and terms.